What's up, everybody? Uh, this week's episode is brought to you by Ranger Nutrition. Uh, Ranger Nutrition is a disabled veteran-owned company. Uh, they make all-natural sports nutrition products, and they are all-natural. Uh, they make uh, protein powder. They make pre-workout formulas, uh, weight loss supplements. Uh, they got clothes. They got hats. They got everything you want. Uh, but you can go to rangernutrition.com, use promo code SMUGCAST, and uh, you will get 15% off your order. Uh, it's uh, Ranger Nutrition, designed for fitness warriors. Uh, also, uh, Jay's Wings and Seafood over on the east side of Indianapolis. Uh, you can call in your order, uh, save a little time. That's 317-890-0088. Uh, they are located at 8237 Pendleton Pike in Lawrence, Indiana, uh, 46226. Uh, you can pop in there, use promo code SMUGCAST, and you will get 10% off your order. Uh, also, big shout out to Repo Records. Uh, they help us out with the audio each and every week. Uh, they just talked to him again this morning. <laughs> so I think I do that about every week. Uh, but uh, that's Repo Records taking the music back. Um, this week, as you know, uh, we've been all over social media for the past week, uh, emphasizing that we will be having this guest on. Um but we uh, we did. We got Concept back. Uh, we did the interview uh, Friday night, late Friday night. Dude gave us a, a good hour and a half. Uh, he was funny as always. Uh, he I, we we can't thank him enough for uh, for coming back on the show, man. He's he's an awesome dude. Uh, he did hate on me and being a Nickelback fan, even though I'm not. Everybody seems to think I am. So suck a dick. Uh, <laughs> um, but. Uh, we uh we more or less we just got straight into it. we just hit record we we he called us up on the phone um it intro was a little rough but uh we uh we were kind of we were kind of jacked we were excited we just wanted to get into it so um without further ado uh this is concept and uh this is smugcast That sits right beside me And every time I see it It keeps me reminded That I need to work harder To keep the one you call The fucking champ beneath me beneath Just me. saying though Most of these tracks That you heard me I was playing on Now grab your controller Cause the game is on It's all star weekend All these girls are peeking I mean freaking You would practically Think I was the weekend OVO Why you trying to call me When I told you girl I put you on no phone and zone Feeling like you tagging on Call me when I'm back at home But every time I see you It ends with make a stolio Then chances are we're going home Fuck it though I practically already Own my own Ferrari Except it has a Nissan sign on its body I bought it in Miami when it was high on Somali I told you stop eating those tamales in my car or Did you buy them at the bar? If there's one thing I like more than tigers and sharks It is Mexican food with some spices and bark and Don't worry, I don't know what I mean either But out of my recent years 
life that no one cares either. Most of the concern is about some beef on Twitter. I'm over it. I just got some weed from Wiz Khalifa. About the rock stage in Alabama. Come. You see me climbing up this ladder, and now you hit my phone. Don't hit my phone with that bullshit. You see my face with Adidas, and now you hit my phone. Don't hit my phone. You with see me. my face on your TV, and now you hit my phone. Now don't hit my phone with that bullshit. Thinking back to the days when was eaten by yourself. Now don't hit my phone with that bullshit. Seen the fuel in the mag, the reviews where we at now. Don't hit my phone with that bullshit. You see my ad with Adidas, and now you hit my phone. Now don't hit my phone with that bullshit. All right, so let's let's uh let's just let's just get into it. You ready? Yep. Okay. All right. So, 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 what's your what's your what's your story? You. So, I went and listened to because I knew he was coming back on, and obviously, yeah. um, we've grown as you know as we interview people. I feel a lot better. The thing was, I went and listened to the episode when he first came on, and I just sound I sounded like a groupie, like I did, like, <laughs> and I, and I was just and obviously you know because you don't get to meet too many people that. You you didn't know you listen to their music or whether it's watch whatever it was they do that you admire and then you're on the phone with them and you're just like you, you just fanboy out like I I literally you felt did. like a groupie. Well, you 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 didn't really have a uh, you know our setup was all wrong mm-hmm. and I more or less the last time we did this because I mean we we were so new um, we had your phone which he's calling you on right now but just now it's hooked in through our secondary mixer. And uh, I ended up taking the microphone and shoving it down by the phone. Yep. And so you were the only one that was really able to talk to him. I know. I felt special. <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go, fanboy again. <laughs> well, on the line, we have Mr. Concept. His album just came out June 9th, 14 hours ahead off Asia, Asia yep. Sony. And it's dope as fuck. Yes, it is. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not even joking, man. I... Uh, it came out like I pre, you know, I pre-ordered it, um, like just like BJ did, and um, I got the e- when I woke up Friday morning, I you know first thing I checked my email and it was like, hey, you know, Apple was like, you know, your pre-order is ready, and so I went and it auto- had already automatically downloaded, and I listened to that shit until the, the from the start to the beginning, I didn't stop. Hell yeah! And I mean, I I'm, I'm not even I course we, we we just did a facebook live before this just uh kill some time hanging out we thought we'd do it you know try to attract more nice. fans and stuff and um and we did get a couple questions from people that were sent to my phone yeah and uh oh, yeah. but they uh had one guy was like uh uh ap name one song from concepts <laughs> i was like are you fucking kidding me i was like i've listened to his newest album it's like, it's like bro we just said we listened to the album <laughs> but see, exactly but, but there's a running joke uh, about ap um is is he on the one of very couple episodes he he said he went to nickelback concert and no one's letting him live it down <laughs> nickelback <concert. laughs> oh god motherfucker <laughs> no man i, I went to I didn't buy the tickets. 
Somebody else bought them, and I was like, "Yeah, man." I was like, "I'll, I'll go." And I'm, I said it one time, man. Like one of the first, like maybe, you had a Nickelback T-shirt on, didn't you? Oh, you son of a bitch! I can't even. I'm getting it from Concept now. Well, well that's like that's like saying, "Well, they brought the fat chick, so I had to fuck them." Come on, no. no. Hey, man, fat girls need loving too. Sometimes. Did you guys have you guys ever watched Workaholics? Yes. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> the, the episode, where, the episode where they need to borrow the RV to go to the exhibit concert. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that shit is so funny. All right, so is there any concerts that you? Uh, my wife went to New Kids on the Block, but she was like a you know a young girl. Yeah, is there concert or any concert <laughs> that you ever went to that you thought like like after you told your your friends or whatever they're like you went to that you ever had one of those moments. <laughs> Um, actually, I don't know if I have. Probably not. You're too cool for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, tr- I'm like trying to think like if I ever went to a concert. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't think so. I don't, I never was a, uh, um, a big, didn't really go to a lot of concerts. I just, I just didn't. I mean, I, I something I, because there wasn't anybody I, really, you know, I saw a couple of people live and I, I didn't like it. Does it make sense? Yeah. And then someone, <laughs> and then I was just like, I mean, I mean, I, I've definitely been to a few shows where the, where, the, where, yeah, I didn't like it very much. Um, but, but, um, you, you've never been I to that one. Say, where I, I won't say any of those people who they are. <laughs> but, um, but no, I don't know if I've been to, I don't think I've been, I haven't been to a Nickelback concert, unfortunately. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, We're going to make a t-shirt that says, I want the Nickelback concert. I'm not wearing it. I was, I was, was backstage. I was backstage. <laughs> oh, Nickelback Son of a bitch. I can't get away from it. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, though, we did get a uh, question um, for you. It says, is there a favorite venue that you've played or ever, or you hope to play? Um, favorite venue that I've played. That's a hard question. Um, venue that I want to play. I mean, shit. I want to play Madison Square Garden. See, that's why. That's why uh, I was thinking. I figured, well, yeah, man. He's, he's from New York. Yeah, I want to play Madison Square Garden well, for sure at some point. That's the place that uh-huh. everybody wants to play. Is that? Well, yeah, I mean, hell, freaking the uh, yeah. UFC couldn't even get in there for a long time. I also want to play, uh, which is now Terminal 5, but it was the Best Buy Theater um, in New York. I haven't played there yet. Um, favorite venue that I've played, damn. My, I mean, shit, my, my most recent show, my album release party here in South Korea. Oh, yeah, shit. I bet that was on fire, wasn't it? Um, place is called Sun and Deck. Awesome venue. Um, it's a big venue. Um, there's two different rooftops on it. Oh shit! Which is really dope. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that was a great that was a great venue, and the sound is fucking incredible there. Um. So yeah, I'll say that is my favorite venue currently, and the venue that I want to play is Madison Square Garden. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Speak, speaking of that, you did obviously uh, being from New York. Did you grow up a big sports fan? I did. I don't watch too many sports currently, just because I just I'm just busy and i just don't put the time forth to do so um but uh i grew up yeah i grew up a knicks fan i used to go to uh my mom's friend actually used to have tickets so i've been to a lot of knicks games in my life oh hell yeah <laughs> yeah i saw the picture I, I saw the picture where they put your face on the one of the john starks dunk 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I actually did that. <laughs> I did that. That's um, awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. I loved it. Oh, yeah. I love John Starks. Yeah, me too. I used to love John Starks as a kid. Um, I grew up in Queens. I used to live in Jackson Heights, so I grew up like right near Shea Stadium, so I used to go to a lot of Mets games. Um, football, I'm a Jets fan, but I'm not really that much of a football fan, to be honest. Yeah. Um, not that I'm not a football fan, but it's not something that I like watched often. Um, but yeah, Knicks, Mets, and Jets. So basically, I don't really celebrate too many, too many victories <laughs> in the sports department. Well, I do want to say this. Hey, Asian sensation, he didn't say Yankees. He said Mets. <laughs> yes. I know. Thankfully. Yeah, you know, it's funny because like everywhere you go in the world, you know, like people like, people, New York is like one of those places that people rep all over the world, you know? Oh. But, but like everywhere you go, nobody's rocking a Mets hat. Everybody's rocking a Yankees hat. I actually had a Mets hat because everybody else had like you know because I I collect hats. I mean that's something I yeah. was and I mean I always loved the the Mets hat and I did because I didn't wear Yankees because everybody under the sun had a once Jay Z had a Yankees hat on <coughs> and then everybody had a, then it went the red Yankees hat then Fred Durst put on a Yankees hat backwards and then that, I would, you kind of fucked up the whole game. Yeah, he did <coughs> exactly. <laughs> and like when you it's funny when like you go to like a hat store there's like you know. A hundred Yankees hats, thirty different variations, and then there's like one Mets hat. Yeah, it's just the standard blue and orange. <coughs> there's one row of it, and that's all there is. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I you know, of course, I'm a me, me and BJ are uh, are Cubs fans, and have been since we were kids. So I mean, we've lived through the shit for the last, you know, twenty. 20 odd 30 some odd years and uh, you know I, I was thankful to see uh, the last time I went and picked up a Cubs hat that they actually had more than two options mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you saw 8 million people with the Cubs hats on I don't know man I, I usually pick up the ones that nobody, nobody really wears and then you walked outside and everybody had a Yankees hat on oh yep. yeah oh yeah oh yeah for then, sure it's the same thing <laughs> Na- name a couple of players on the Yankees you're like uh, I'm like no they don't play for them anymore I'm like well they did yeah I don't have a fucking clue so my dad's a huge Yankees fan but <laughs> I mean I'm, I'm I just but that that was his era though you know I mean that was back you know in the 60s you know when there really wasn't a whole lot on TV you know so I mean he it was it was you know, I mean, more or less, it, it was the Yankees. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Um, now, one of the other questions we got from the viewer was viewers. I say viewers. I know it's listeners, but it's my show. I can say what I want. Um, well, we had Facebook Live. Say what I want. Do you consider yourself a sneakerhead? Um, I mean, I am to a certain degree. I'm not like one of those sneakerheads that's like waiting online for the new pair of Jordans. Um. But I do have a lot of pairs of sneakers, um, and I do very much like sneakers, and I definitely keep my kicks in good condition and care about them. Um, but again, I'm not like one of the people that's like waiting on you know online at the store at five in the morning for the new pair of kicks. <laughs> no, there's a store from where I work at, and there's there's people outside waiting for the shoes, and then like the, the cops come down there all the time. Really? Yeah. Well, they try to steal that shit. Yeah. See, see, that's that's too much for me. Like. 
honestly, waiting online for anything at five in the morning before it comes out <laughs> is too much for me. The only thing I'm Absolutely. waiting on is there's a donut place right down by our store. Oh I wait. <laughs> See, I, w- I wouldn't even do that. I wouldn't even do that. <laughs> well, you're not a fat guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 honestly, honestly, when I see a line for anything, I'm like, eh, I don't care that much. Um, Unless they're, yeah, there's a, if they were handing out free drugs, I'm pretty sure AP, you might be waiting in line. <laughs> Plus 30 milligrams. Yes. Well, all right. Well, first of all, two things. I'm calling from Korea right now, yeah. which there's really not many drugs here. So if there was, if there was, so if, if, if there was, a, if there was a line, if there was a, a line for drugs out here, I may wait on that line. Um, We'd be with you, by the way. I, I, I may yeah. wait on that line and be like, oh, shit, you can get drugs in Korea. You just got to wait on the line. Yeah, sure. I'll wait on that line. So um, but, that, that's great because this will be one of those interviews you can just say whatever you want. It doesn't even matter, nah, man. It doesn't. It doesn't matter because no. Yeah. Um, it's called Smugcast for. It's called Smugcast for a yeah. reason. So, so, so yeah, that. <laughs> um, but also just back to like the line thing. There's a um, all right, like where I live. I'm I'm currently living in a little town. Well, it's like all right. So obviously, like every city, there's like the main city, which is Seoul, and then there's like little parts of the city, just like New York City, and there's Brooklyn, and then there's Williamsburg that's in Brooklyn, et cetera. Um, So I'm in a place called Heibongchan, and there is this pizza place. It's called Bonnie's Pizza. It's like a famous pizza place, I guess. It's like one of those places that people go and they, like, post an Instagram picture, like, I'm at Bonnie's. You know, it's like, you're cool because you're at Bonnie's. Yeah. Um, it's, It's literally, like, 150 feet from where i live there's oh, all there's there's always a line at this place like you've never seen before like every single day at all times of the day when it's open there's a line that goes from the door like up the block which is like where i live so every time that i walk home i walk past this place and there's a monstrous line i've been here six months i've never ate at this place I probably, don't, I probably don't ever plan to because first of all no matter how good this pizza is it's probably not that good because yeah i'm from, I'm from new You're, york exactly. and i'm in korea so the pizza is just i mean there's some decent pizza places but nothing that i'd wait online for ever um I mean, what's what's yeah. what's the I mean, what's the pickup? I mean, why are is there just not that many pizza joints around, or is it just? No, there is. I, I honestly don't know. It's like it basically like the pizza. I haven't again. I haven't ate it, yeah. but I I've seen it because I walk past it every day, and it's like you could see in the windows. There's outside seating. It looks like Domino's pizza, like the the pizza really? itself. It looks like Domino's. Maybe oh, it has wow. heroin uh, in it or something. I don't know. You can't get drugs. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. You can't get drugs maybe, in maybe, South Korea. Maybe, maybe that's the trick. Is that they're not actually <laughs> selling pizzas. They're slinging drugs out of that shit. They're like, yeah, we got pizzas. It's like, it's like, uh, what is it, Pizza Hut, the stuffed dough? Yeah. Except there's like, like the crust, stuffed crust. Dude, there we go. There's drugs idea. in the crust. What's the idea? We open a pizza joint and then we put it in the stuffed crust, like you said. But we'll, you know, we'll make sure we let them know where the idea came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, We're gonna call it concept pizza. So it's like they're wondering why everybody eats the pizza and takes the crust home with them. Uh, I'll I'll have this whole crust to go. (laughs) 
and all the homeless people are there constantly like well they just they take the crust they leave everything else here yeah hell yeah 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 <laughs> homeless home, what you didn't know that crust was like a thing for homeless people <laughs> the i uh they don't they don't want the cheese or the sauce they just want the crust <laughs> See, see the uh, one of the other questions, or one of the things I saw on uh, Twitter was you you met the owner of Red Bull in in yep. Thailand, and you went to his house. Yeah, you have my attention. How how is this house? So he he is he is like the one hundred percent like the owner of Red Bull. I, I'm, I yeah, sorry, it, I didn't it, see the I didn't see the tweet. Well, the the actual owner has passed away, and it's his son. Oh, okay, okay. Which is which is currently the owner yeah it was passed down yep um but yeah i mean yeah he's the owner his house was crazy it's um three different buildings um what all yeah it's like three different it's right in bangkok um it's right in tongma it's called um which is like sort of one of the main areas of bangkok um and yeah it's three different buildings uh i think each one is five floors or six floors no um, shit um it's yeah three different buildings one of them is like his house one of them is basically like a playhouse wow. um and the other the other one i didn't go into so i'm not sure what's in there but um yeah it's it was amazing um the they all meet into a backyard that has like a little like golf course little like putt putt course um <laughs> yeah. i definitely played a little putt putt yeah <laughs> hell yeah why not uh yeah no no it was, it was pretty amazing um i've been working with red bull in la for the last like three years or so yeah um so the dude who had brought me out to thailand to um play over there no he's, he's actually a dj as well so he knows um he knew the red bull owner a little bit but he knew um a dj who is the thailand three-time like three style champion um, so who works for, who currently works for the Red Bull owner. Um, so basically like he has three houses. One of them is like, I was saying, like it's, it's sort of like a playhouse in a way. Um, you walk in the first floor is like one room is like a, basically like there's like a DJ setup and like a couch. It's like the chill. There's like another room that his wife, um, does like interior design. So it's like all different like tiles and stuff like that. Um, but like really creative, like really like cool stuff. Um, there's like another room that looks like a a big music dude. It's like one, another room. It looks like a whole like record store. Basically it's like all these, like just like rare vinyl and, um, big sound system. It's really cool. And then there's like another room that's like a bar. Um, and then again, you can like walk outside and there's the putt putt course and there's, there's four floors and all the different floors have different things on them. So like the second floor is like all interior design stuff. Um, there's another floor that's all different DJ rooms. So there's like three different rooms. Um, and it's basically just like all turntable set up. Like one room looks like, I'm not sure if you ever seen like Qbert's, like DJ Qbert, like invisible scratch pickles, like, um, those like invisible scratch pickles videos from back in the day. I used to watch those when yeah. I was younger, but, um, how he has like set up at his house. He has like the table with like all the turntables around him, like all the different mixers and turntables. They basically have that in this Red Bull house, like in three different rooms. It's, it's fucking really cool. That, um, that's insane. No shit. And then, and then they run a, they also run a DJ school out of that building. Really? Um, so they like teach kids, like young kids how to DJ. Um, they were saying like the youngest kid is like eight years old. 
Um, Holy shit. Which is, awesome. really, which, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, so I got brought over there to, um, you know, to meet the owner, like to meet them just cause you know, the dude knew that I worked with Red Bull and, um, went over there and, you know, met with the owner, which was crazy. Oh, um, yeah. and awesome. And, you know, and just to be, you know, in that, you know, that place, it's like, you know, Red Bull was started in Thailand. So obviously the dude's Thai. Um, and what they told me, you know, what, you know, basically the story is, is that, um, when Red Bull had started, it wasn't something that, um, I guess the people of Thailand were like into, cause like the sugar and the, you know, I guess like the, just like the, the drink itself. So what they did was they, the reason why a lot of people think that Red Bull is from Austria is because the dude was Thai started in Thailand, but it was, there wasn't a market for it. So he had sold it to Austria. Um, really? So that's why like it started in Austria. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Story. That's um, nuts, man. But yeah, the dude was like, you know, the dude was super cool. He's an older dude, but he's super, super hip dude. I guess you could say, um, snowboard surfs and he's a big music dude. And, you know, we just got along really well. And, um, you know, I played him some of the music that I had recorded with Red Bull and he loved it. And, and then, uh, he invited me back. Like while I was there, I, you know, I went and hung out there a bunch of times and, you know, met a different bunch of different people. There was the, uh, like the whole manager of the whole culture department in Thailand, um, at the time he lives in Tokyo though as well. So right now we're talking about setting me up and I'm going to head over to Tokyo and record out of that studio as well. And, um, yeah, fucking amazing. So, so, uh, I mean, you know, you've recorded this last album and I mm -hmm. mean, is this, you know, with you being signed with, uh, Sony Asia is, I mean, is this just, I mean, is this a one record deal or like you said, you're going to get to go to Tokyo and, you know, record in their studio. So, I mean, are you, I mean, are you looking long-term to stay over there or, or, or how's that, how's that look? <laughs> so I get asked this question a lot and honestly, it's hard for me to answer it. So like, I'll just tell you, I came here for two weeks. Um, I was only supposed to be here in Korea for two weeks. Um, my tour got extended. I was asked to play some more shows. So, you know, I was going to stay here for two more weeks in that time is when I met with Sony and worked out the deal for the album. Um, and just what we were going to do. Um, so at that point it was sort of like, I, you know, I knew that this album was going to come out on Sony, um, and that, you know, their, their plan for, you know, building my brand here in Asia. But at that point I still didn't know, like, you know, friends were like, Oh, when are you coming back? And it was like, I don't really know how to answer that, you know? No. Oh, yeah. But at that point, it, at that point it was still, <clears throat> you know, working, you know, to release the album. I've been here six months now in those six months, you know, I've built the brand, you know, I've been building my brand out here. Um, and you know, just have made a lot of connections and, um, you know, sort of like a domino effect. So like now that the albums and I've been here six months and I have experienced that, it's like the brand is, you know, consistently building. Um, and I don't really, you know, at this point now that, you know, how everything is going, like, I don't really have any plans on leaving anytime soon. Um, my brand has been building obviously all around Asia. I've been stationed in Korea, so it's, you know, been majority here, I'll say. Um, but you know, like I said, I've been traveling to Thailand a few times and building the brand there and working with some artists there. Um, and now, you know, about to go over to Tokyo and start working over there, um, in general and also with Red Bull. So it's kind of like, you know, there's so much, I guess music is, you know, sort of, 
it's newer here. Um, and there's just like so much growth and so much potential. And, um, especially like in Korea, I've noticed that there's like an explosion for music and the energy and the vibe is so high. So it's like, I don't really know when I'm going to leave. Um, my plan is to just build the brand huge here. And obviously my brand has already started, you know, other places. Like I, you know, I started in New York and, you know, went to LA and, you know, it's the U S in general. And, you know, I've been to Europe a couple of times and, um, you know, my distribution and everything works over there as well. Pretty strong. So <clears throat> being here, it's like building the brand here, but at the same time it's building everywhere else as well. So, um, it's been a great, you know, great experience here. And again, there's just a lot of growth here. So at this point, I don't really know when I'm going to leave. I don't really have an answer to say, but, um, yeah. But for right now, I'm building my brand here, and it's everything's going great. So, yeah, because last when you were on the show last time, that's what we talked about was the vibe there, where the vibe. And apologies like, if I'm if I'm rambling. I uh, oh, played no. last night and drank, and drank a lot of whiskey, and I'm a little hungover. <laughs> no, no, the, the, I have APs a co-host. I'm used to this. <laughs> um, I'm three vodka tonics in. <laughs> I'm a couple bombers in. I'm good. Yeah. Um, some thirty milligrams. <laughs> hey, yeah. I, 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 pl- I played last night, and the uh, they just kept feeding me whiskey. Basically, I had a full glass of whiskey every single time that I like looked over at my glass. Oh shit! So. Mm. Damn. The uh, yeah, because uh, <laughs> I was listening to the band you talked me about. You told me about last time you were on, uh, which was uh, Cruel Youth, and I was listening to that today, and I, I sent the AP, and I was, yeah. and I just I, this is awesome. Like I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I love them. Um, but you were talking about the vibe there was totally different from the States and, and some of the things that go into the States. Um, and we're actually experienced it here as being in a podcast and yeah. how like we're in a community of podcasters and, you know, we're pretty laid back people and we've seen how even some of the politics can go and, yeah. and like, but you were talking about just how people just embrace the music there. It's still so new. And then I totally understand kind of why you want to be there really, to be honest with oh, you. Oh Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if I mean, if people are <laughs> digging his stuff, why is there? Why leave? I agree totally. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a, to- it's like a totally different, you know, like in New York, for instance, just an example, like, you know, someone's like, you meet someone and it's like, oh, what do you do? You know, and you say you're a rapper, or, you know, producer or whatever, and it's sort of just like, you know, it's sort of like, oh, okay, cool, you know what I mean, like my cousin raps, my friend raps and you know, like shit. I rapped probably, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like nobody really like cares. It's sort of like, I mean, in this, in this regard, anyway, there's a lot of different things, you know, about, you know, the culture difference, but you know, in that regard, like here you tell someone that you rap and it's like instantly they're like, Oh, that's, you know, that's amazing. Like, where can I hear your music? Like, where can I listen? And they actually go and like, listen and, and care to check it out, you know? Oh yeah. Um, so, you know, so it's, it's, it's really dope. And it's like, I don't know if that's necessarily just because it's, you know, newer here or growing here, but it's like people just really care about art and, you know, creativity. And they're not like, I mean, maybe that is because it, it maybe it actually is because it's new because people aren't jaded, you know what I mean? Cause it's not someone that's like been around for so long. You know, I, I don't really know, but it's but it's definitely a great thing. Well, we've noticed this is, is what I've noticed about people is 
like we tell you know i tell people like hey we have a podcast it's going really well the show is growing and they're like okay that's okay that's great they're not like hey that's awesome man i'm proud of you we get that from a lot but there's but last time i lit i released the interview today like i said and that's one thing that's always stuck with me is try to surround your people surround yourself with people that want to help you grow and support yeah, you sure. and but i've noticed like if you're on twitter and stuff like that it's like uh it's social media i think social media has turned us into a negative society like uh, in a lot of aspects because you'll see someone post something like hey so and so it's coming on the show and or if you'll see this or this episode or whatever it is it's there's always an ass or something just like that tries to shoot you down we just experienced that with one of the guys that was on our show yeah yeah we yeah a, a buddy of ours um well he uh I mean, it was just another podcaster here in town, and you know, we mm-hmm. wanted to, you know, kind of, we wanted, we wanted to, you know, go to his followers, and we wanted, you know, him to go to our followers, and yeah. um, so you know, we started, you know, communicating. He came on our show, and then we started tweeting each other and different shit, and uh, we had he, the group that we're in on Twitter is called Potter and Family. And so whenever your new episode comes out, you know, you, you hashtag Potter and family and, yeah. um, well, you know, the whole, and I mean, it is kind of like, you know, what, what do you call it? Echo chamber. Yeah. I mean, it really is because like you're, you go search Potter and family when your shit comes out and you retweet everybody's shit. Well, so yeah. everybody across, you know, all 10,000 followers, whatever this thing has is, is retweeting everybody's shit. And, cool. uh, but you know, what what we got into this week was um for him uh we had a a guy just out of nowhere he was out of fucking canada just started like hating on him for no reason for not having any original content yeah and this where my problem was so everything concept puts out with this album i've been retweeting it because i want to help him exactly so if like if somebody and then you do it off our our main page too yeah and our facebook whatever it is and instagram so if two or three people help him because he came on the show to help us we're we're, so we we wanted to help each other yeah what the fuck's wrong with that no yeah i don't mean Nothing. nothing But <laughs> that's what we got into this week. I was like, "What the fuck's the problem?" Yeah, this this shit went on for like four fucking days. Where this the, this one fucking dude from Canada was like bashing shit because like we're you know you know we're retweeting your shit you know and he was he was retweeting our shit you know and and it was like well this you know this guy was like you know. So what was he upset about that you weren't retweeting him? No, no, no. It wasn't that we weren't. There was no original content. There was no original content. He was he was upset because all we were doing was, oh, was, was retweeting was retweeting and not like quoting the retweet. And so what he decided to spend his time to yes. be upset and make comments. Exactly. But the funny part is hateful what? negative comments that you guys. Yep. And see, like, sh- see, my, my shit is like, you know, like. Like, I, I won't, you know, I'm not going to lie. I see, I see the comments that happen, you know, for that, the music, whatever, to me, whatever, the love and, and the hate, you know, and, and the hate, I just, I brush off and, and I laugh at, you know, because for me, it's like this person, like, spent time in their life to go write this comment of hate. It's like, one, you cared so much that you spent the time to write this negative comment. Um, and two, for you to do that, it either just means that you are either jealous 
or hate yourself enough that you even spent that time. Because like me, if I listen to a song, like, all right, I go to Hip Hop DX and I listen to a new song and I don't like the song, I move on to the next song. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not going to like scroll down and be like, Hey, such and such, <laughs> you, you, you suck. You know, it's like, who has, like, who has time for that? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't, I don't have fucking time. I don't have time for that. And I, like, I'm not, I'm not that upset. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. because I didn't like a song, it's like, I just didn't like your song. Like, no big deal. You could be a great guy, yeah. but I just didn't like your song. And you might have another song that I really like, but like for someone to like listen to one of my songs and like feel the urge to like go down to the comments and write to me that they hate me <laughs> or like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, bro, either, either you're full of shit and you actually really like my shit and you're jealous as fuck or whatever the fucking case is, or you really hate yourself and your life sucks <laughs> that you, that, 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 that you like all that your energy goes into is leaving a hateful comment on someone's shit. Well, I mean, I mean, and, you know, and, that, and that's the thing, like, you know, this dude, um, he he kind of self-proclaimed himself as an internet marketing guru, right? So, yeah. you know, if somebody was to say that, you know, I mean, we're all we're all Twitter people here. You know, you would <laughs> you would think but that, what did he say he was a Twitter guru? Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you would think you would think that you know this dude would have you know at you know as I would say if he's a, if he's a, a Twitter guru, he you would think he would have a minimum of what. 500,000? Yeah. 200,000 followers? Yeah. This motherfucker I had... I mean, a Twitter guru, he better have a fucking million. And he <laughs> wasn't even verified. This motherfucker had 2,000. Yep. Two fucking thousand. <laughs> but, and, I, and I was just like, is this dude fucking for real, man? But after all that, like I uh, retweeted uh, the concepts coming on, on the show, and then the guy like heart, hearted it. And I'm like, yeah, you just got mad at everybody retweeting stuff. I retweeted some from concept and you liked it. Well, but it, but it, but, uh, you know, we, we put out the, we put out the video this week, you know, saying <laughs> that, you know, you were coming on. I mean, we, I mean, we were, yeah, fucking, that, video, that video was incredible. That's, that's, I'm so fucking happy. You we were so it. fucked up. Dude, you don't even know how long it took us yeah, to do I that. Love that video. It, <laughs> it took us about 30 minutes just to complete that one fucking one minute because, video. Because <laughs> he, we so I was fucking drunk as fuck. And I kept, every time, every time we went back, um, I kept making up something even stupid, the stupidest ones to even make it on there because I've seen all kinds of weird shit. Yeah, and I, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. I was laughing my ass off. I was, I mean, I was, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, like, so he, he, uh, you know, BJ went later on the week, you know, to retweet from his personal page, you know, just to get it out to more people. And, um, <laughs> And and the dude like the dude went on and liked our shit, even though you know I mean I, yeah I mean yeah it was original content but it was it, his big thing was that you you have to quote every fucking retweet and I was like motherfucker ain't nobody got that kind of time go to Tim uh, yeah, Hortons, just, go to Tim uh, Hortons get your fucking coffee and, and and it and it's like don't don't complain about it like if you don't like it just. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's like unfollow me or whatever the fuck you want to do. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, the only people I troll I mean, is again, Nickelback. Again, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm, <laughs> oh shit, with your, with your uh, backstage at the Nickelback t-shirt. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> I was, 
I was backstage and did stuff to Chad Kruger, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was VIP at the Nickelback concert. Son of a bitch. Um, We're going to have sound bites for the hey, beginning of the show hey, now. It's, it's fine that he does it to me. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you motherfuckers need to settle down. <laughs> you know, now, since yeah. he, he said it, you know, since he said it, it's going to blow up even it, fucking it, bigger. It absolutely fucking is. It's fine. See, it's Concept's fine. saying it, too, now. It's okay. Oh, you cocksuckers. <laughs> You really need to, you need you need to get that T-shirt now. Oh, I will. <laughs> uh, but real, I got a question for you. I actually um, the video you did um, calling me with part-time cooks, fucking yep. funny as hell. Thank you. Uh, what the <laughs> you're sitting at the table cutting shit up? <laughs> Have you seen this one yet? <laughs> uh, is this one where he, is this one where he sits in a chair with a cigar? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I've seen it. And yep, it was just, I loved it. I loved it. Absolutely laughed. I loved it. Because as soon as he had the powder on the table, chopping it up, I was like, I'm going to text AP right now. I was like, hey. You sent that. Well, because we, we we had talked about doing a uh, uh, a picture, you know, just for like you know, so, social media. <laughs> uh, we, we had talked about buying a bunch of cookies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know some people. We, <laughs> we, we had talked about doing a picture um, of, uh, you know, us setting like more or less like a, a poker table uh you know chips yeah. cards and i would i was to have like a big pile of cocaine in front of me and mm-hmm. um you know bj we were gonna have pills on the table we was gonna have guns all kinds of shit cash laying around that's what i think about at night and we, we were gonna do this picture and um and then he sends me this fucking video and i was like well can't do that anymore <laughs> <laughs> done <laughs> uh, because and that's one thing it was i was able to go listen to those guys uh, uh part-time cooks go check them out they're also on itunes yeah um and the video is called calling me it's funny as hell and then the other song that i found was from M- mc bravado gone oh yeah yeah yeah. and then featuring uh, i believe it's mcnasty i see that, that was the fun part was is i think there was i was able to find four or five artists off that that's one thing i like about um apple music oh, yeah. It'll give you, uh, you go check that oh, out. Yeah. It'll also give you recommendations at the bottom. Yeah. Sometimes that. they're off bigger and shit, and sometimes they're pretty good, though. But I yeah. really, um, I really like this song Gone. Yeah. I really did. That was one of the, because um, it was kind of like a throwback hip hop song, and I enjoy it. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, you know, this new album, you know, I mean, I know you're in, you know, you're in South Korea, and, um, you know, I kind of, uh, like i said i've i've listened to the album on repeat <laughs> pretty much oh, yeah. i mean since it came out you know and i I kind of some of the songs i kind of get uh and i could be way fucking off with this and it's gonna be horrible if i am because it's gonna sound like shit on my part um but like i've I, there's like a um kind of like an asian there's like asian sounds in in the music like um I can't even I, hug I, someone. That was the one. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean that one too. But oh, that, there was like a couple other songs where it was just like there's. I, I guess I guess my question is, um, you know, it kind of goes to back how to you know create you know each each song, and did you you know who who created like I mean can you give like who created like each beat, like um majority of the album was this um. I mean, some of it, some of it was recorded, uh, and there's definitely like inspiration. Yeah. You know, I'm being here um, for sure. Yeah. Um, some a lot, some of it was recorded um, 
in you know in different parts of the world like some of it was recorded in brooklyn some of it was recorded in la some of it was recorded here um but so you know so there's sort of all those you know all those inspirations but again you know definitely being in korea was definitely a big inspiration for it um as well so um i don't know i guess when i when i go into make when i go into creating music it's not something that I'm like, oh, this needs to have this or, you know, um, I don't really like to force anything. You know, I just sort of go into it and, and create the music that I'm feeling, you know, yeah. and sometimes I know exactly what that is. And sometimes, honestly, I don't, you know, and I just I just make the music that I'm feeling at that moment. And, you know, sometimes even afterwards, I'll be like, oh, shit, like this has, you know, this in it or this, you know, I, I said this and I actually was thinking something else when I said it, but now that I'm like listening back to it myself, I'm like, this has so many more meanings to it, you know? Oh yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's definitely, you know, the album and, and the music and myself just in general is definitely inspired from being out here. Like my music, you know, I'm from New York. I grew up in, you know, in Queens, but I've, you know, I've lived sort of in a bunch of different places. Like, you know, I spent, you know, in New York and just in New York, I've, you know, I, I grew up in Queens, but I've lived in Warwick, New York, which is outside of the city. Um, I lived in Brooklyn for about nine years. Um, I lived in Manhattan for, I think, three. Um, I've also lived in Vermont. Um, I lived in Portland, Oregon for a little bit. I've lived in L.A. Um, so it's sort of like, you know, all of those things inspire the music that I make you know, um, all of the places that I've been. So, you know, being here in Korea is obviously no different. You know what I mean? It's another, another thing that inspires my music and just, you know, the way, the way I go about even creating music at all. So, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I just, there were, there was a few songs, I mean, more than a few really, but, um, that I don't know, there was, there was just like certain sounds within it, you know, that really, to me, you know, sounded um, Asian. You know, I mean, if, if it was just like a bell, or if it was just like a, you know something, and I was just like, man, I was like, you know, he really captured, you know, kind of, you know, what I assumed to be, you know, your feelings, you know, being over there, and that that atmosphere, you know, that culture of um, of just that side of the world. You know what I mean? I, I was just like, damn. I was like, man, that, I mean, that's so dope that that's in there. You know what I mean? that it really captured where you were at at that time in your life. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, yeah, no, I could definitely hear that, like something like Reloaded on that song. Yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> that uh, that song also wouldn't, wanted or uh, kind of made me want to uh, dive my face into a big pile of Coke. <laughs> inspiration <laughs> well you get at the nickelback at the nickelback <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> the, uh, no you start you, at the nickelback <laughs> you start you start screaming reloaded in that one part and i was like it just it just it just reminded me flashbacks man. it did well yeah a little bit <laughs> but <laughs> Flashbacks like, to ripping the Nickelback T-shirt. Son of a bitch! I, uh, Backstage, so hype, just ripped the shirt off you. I went. To, I went to see Stained. <laughs> I went to see Stained. <laughs> I'm never gonna live this down now. No, it'll be on your tombstone. <laughs> it, it, it will be. I was a uh, fucking hashtag Nickelback fan. Hashtag, hashtag Nickelback's bitch. Um, <laughs> 
I was on uh, hip hop kings.com. I was reading that article uh, that you did with those guys, the, the uh, 29 facts. Hell yeah. That, that was uh, very interesting. Now, most of it, and that's where I was able to get a lot of the, uh, I was able to get a lot of the research and stuff like that from there. But one of the questions that one of the facts that made me giggle were number tw- number twenty two and number twenty three. I know because what we talked about last last episode we did. I know I know you may not expect it. Number twenty two was Drake wanted to be on fourteen hours ahead. I felt he didn't fit on the project. And number twenty three, my ex has inspired some of the songs on this album. Still, Drake did not fit this album. Maybe the next though. <laughs> 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 the <laughs> fuck you know i mean dude in, in in all honesty man i i love you know i love your shit i really do um but i mean it, it really feels like you do what you want to do i mean it, have to i mean you know i mean it's it's like us i mean you know life's especially the last couple of weeks i mean we've we've you know fucking let loose and we talk about whatever the fuck we want to we want to talk about and if you're offended you know go fuck yourself and i mean i really you know i really get if you're if you're, if you're offended leave a hateful comment on my twitter <laughs> and they have uh, they they somebody shit you know? somebody yeah, went to I, yeah they went to itunes if you're offended yeah. take 7 minutes out of your day yeah to, exactly um, to go on to the blogs and, you know, go to my song and, you know, tell me how much you hate it because, you know, you have that much time in your life. Yeah, they did it in our iTunes rating. <laughs> yeah, we, we we literally had uh, five. I mean, you know, we didn't have a whole lot. You know what I mean? We were not, you know, we're not fucking Joe Rogan or no shit. But, yeah. um, you know, we, 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 we had some fucking reviews, you know. And uh, all of them were five stars. People coming on, like, you guys are hilarious. We, I love it. You know, every Monday I look forward to listening to your show. You know I mean? And just all kinds of shit. And then all of a sudden, this one motherfucker was like, oh, well, you guys are fucking old boy in it, and you're not going to have a fucking pot. And I was like, you cocksucker. Left us one star. And I was like, come on, dude. I was like, what? You know, why the fuck even leave it? You know? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I well, mean, because, well, well, because, well, because they're having such a good day, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, <laughs> they're having such a good day and they're so happy, you know, and they're going to go leave a hateful comment because that's what happy people do. Well, the yeah. good thing is, is we have our own show. <laughs> we let it, we said what his, uh, can, his oh, handle not, was and then we invited him you off. Yeah. Can, can you, can you hear this guy in the megaphone? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? I think that he's yelling that there's fruit, that they have bags of oranges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God. Yo, all right, so they drive this truck around the neighborhood, and they sell fruit on it. It's like ice cream truck, except they sell fruit. Yeah. And it's not nearly as fancy as an ice cream truck. <laughs> and uh, it's like a pickup truck with, a, with like a megaphone that's like duct taped to the top of the truck. <laughs> And, um, and and they sell fruit. Yeah, but when I first got here, you know, when I first got here, I'm like, you know, I was uh, the time, I, you know, I was staying with, you know, at this place, and the truck went by, and I was like, what the fuck is that? And like, and like, yo, and like the dude didn't speak Korean either, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, bro, they could be like yelling like, 
war is happening. There's <laughs> bombs coming. Like everybody evacuate, you know? Yeah. And we're just like chilling here, listening to music. Like, yeah, no big deal. Like we have no idea what he's saying. Like he could very well be saying to evacuate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then I, I discovered that he's actually just selling oranges. <laughs> <laughs> there must be some really good oranges in for you to yeah. be on a megaphone. Right now, he's, <laughs> right now he's yelling, really good deal on oranges. <laughs> bags of 12 oranges for only 3,000 won. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I guess you <laughs> So one of the other things I was reading on here was... Uh, you miss your taco truck lady from LA. Oh man, yeah, that's like there is there's like two good taco spots here. Yeah. Um yeah, the food here is is fucking amazing, first of all. Really? The Korean food is obviously amazing and then there's like there's tons of like just you know, Mexican food, Italian food, etc. like everywhere but um the food is really fucking good here. Actually, there's a spot that's like really close to my place. Um, it's a Moroccan spot. It has literally the best chicken sandwich I think I've ever ate in my entire life. No shit. It's so fucking good. I love food uh, trucks. It's, it's <laughs> Did we talk about that culture. before? Yeah, I think so. Dude. You or you? Oh, I mean, food trucks are the shit. You're but yes, I very much miss. Uh, I very much miss my uh, taco truck lady. <laughs> um, I used to go there. She she knew me. She knew exactly what I wanted. I barely even had the order. She'd be like, "Oh, three carne asada." Here you go. Uh, oh shit! When I was in Austin, Texas, working for like three months, yeah, I would go down there to the taco truck, down there to the food trucks. It was yeah. awesome. Oh, I bet the food in Austin is so good too. I know it because you just walk down there and there's every kind of food possible, and they take such pride in their food. Yeah, and uh-huh. and and that's why I just enjoyed uh, I, Texas. Is, Texas, certain parts of Texas, I wouldn't live because they have white people that scare white people. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> but i was in laredo texas too and the, there was a lot of local joints there of like traditional mexican food and it was just phenomenal but austin was like you know austin they take pride in their city so that's why i really love yeah it. i love austin yeah. austin austin is actually one of my favorite cities mine too yeah i actually flew my wife down there um um i don't know for anniversaries i don't know what it was for something special nice. make her feel good or whatever um but we went down there. We spent three days. She got strep throat. Oh, yeah. You told oh, me about that. Oh, shit. Yeah, we went to a place called the Moose Knuckle. The Moose Knuckle. <laughs> yeah. I don't Holy know that shit. Spot, but I, didn't, but I, I actually spent a lot of time in Austin as well. Yeah. Um, I think last time we might have talked about that, last interview we did, that I went and stayed in a teepee. Did we talk about that? No. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> you stayed in. The, You're like, ah, no, I don't. I don't recall. The yeah, my attention though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Austin was one of those places where, um, you know, I, I work a lot and I'm in the studio and just working on a lot of different things. So, like when I was in the states, Austin was one of those cities where I would go to. Um, even though there's a lot of like obviously music and and work there as well, but Austin was one of those cities that I would go to to like chill out. So like I'd be like working in LA for four months straight and then I would like fly Austin and just like chill out for like a week. Um, yeah. have, have some good friends over there and we'd just go chill. So, um, actually it was shit. It was probably like a year ago now. Um, I was in New York. I had like went back to New York for like six months. Um, back like when I released the fuel and just had a bunch of work over there. So I went back to New York and then, 
you know, I was over there just like working nonstop. And then I was literally flying to go back to LA. And when I was going back to LA, I knew that I was like going straight back to basically work on another album. So, um, I had went to, I flew to Austin and like chilled out for like a week. Um, and I drove from Austin like six hours, um, to a place called Marfa, um, which is like close to the border of Mexico fucking amazing place um it's like the middle of nowhere i turned off my phone turned off everything um and just chilled out and sort of like reconnected myself and uh slept in a teepee no shit and, and, <laughs> and, and it was the, it was one of the most fucking incredible experiences of my life how, how, how long did you sleep in that teepee uh i was in marfa for like four days i stayed um, I stayed at a different place for like two days and stayed in a teepee for two days. No shit. Um, like, do they rent teepees yeah. like hotels there? Yeah, it was fucking, yeah, it's like this grounds and they have like teepees and tents and yurts and fucking, you could, you could like rent like a motorhome and shit too. But, um, That's yeah, a, I stayed in a teepee. Man, teepee could, was the move. Man, we could bro fest it up down there. Fuck yeah, we could. Bro, it was, it was fucking sick. Except, uh, I'm not a big fan of spiders, and there was like this crazy oh. fucking spider in the teepee. No, fuck um, spiders. That I, that, I, that I later found out was a, uh, I don't fucking know what it was called, a Rhodesian Ridgeback. I know that's a dog, but it just sounds like a good thing for spider <laughs> yeah, right now. Say that, that <laughs> is a dog. <laughs> no, fuck spiders, man. I'm right with you. Yo, that's fuck like spiders. what this spider was. The spider was like bigger than my hand. No, and man. um later i found out that if it was to bite you it like eat your flesh or something crazy fuck shit. that see oh, I, fuck uh, that. that's yeah. why i kill spiders well that's yeah what, yeah but it was definitely on the wall of the teepee and there was nothing to do about it because like if i was to try to hit it one it's a teepee so it's not like a hard surface if i was to hit it <laughs> it would just like it would have just like bounced off the fucking yeah. wall yeah. like on somewhere else in the teepee which would have been much fucking scarier yeah um and again it's a teepee so the walls all go to one place so if i was to hit the fucking spider <laughs> it would it would have it would have fell into the bed, but there's a bed in the teepee. yeah that's and, not uh, that's not a sexy so way I to decided, die i decided to just let it let it be yeah and uh i was I was like, I stood there for a while and watched it to see like where it was going to go, but it just chilled out. So, I, just, so I, I, I decided to leave the teepee and hope for the best. That is not a, that I can see the headlines. Uh, artist concept dies after losing battle with spider yeah, yeah. and teepee. Yeah. People you, would be like, first of all, why the fuck was he in a teepee? <laughs> Yo, for real though, if you could ever sleep in a teepee, do it. It was fucking sick. Yeah, hell yeah. Have you, have you, in uh, speaking of spiders, <laughs> a, a couple years ago, you know, I mean, we got, you know, military and shit over in Afghanistan and everything. Have you yeah. seen a camelback spider? No, I haven't. This motherfucker. I don't think, I don't want to either. This son of a bitch is like the size of a fucking beagle. A fucking yeah, yeah, dog fuck. beagle. It is. I'm not even yeah, kidding you. Look it up. Camel, camelback spider. Look that shit up, man. Yeah, no, I think, I think that I've seen pictures of them yeah, before. Yeah, like, fuck, fuck that, that shit. Like, I can hear. Yo, if I, I if I see a spider the size of like my fucking fingernail, I'm not into it. <laughs> <laughs> I almost almost beat the siding off my house two years ago with a spider that was about the size of my fist. And we live in fucking Indiana. That shit don't happen. Yeah, see, like, siding, like, if you were, if I was, like, say I was, like, standing on, like, a ladder, like, 
touching the siding of your house, and I saw a spider, like, fall off the fucking ladder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fuck with spiders. There's, no. like, you know, like, like <laughs> anything else, big deal. Yeah. Spiders, it's like, you could be the little tiny fucking spider, and I'm like, no, nah, fuck that. I don't fuck with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I can, I can, uh, I can handle snakes. I can handle just about anything. But you show me a little fucking spider. That's that. I'm, I'm, I'm killing that son of a bitch. <laughs> me too. I can't, I, can't, too. I can't handle it. I'm just wondering why you would like. I'm glad that you told us that, AP. But now that I know this phobia, yeah, yeah. I'm just the happiest person in the world right now. Why is that? Because I just have so many things to do with the spider. Fuck that. Fuck a spider. <laughs> I'll fuck. I'll You're fucking come in with like a fish tank of spiders. <laughs> oh fuck that! I will fucking shoot you. I swear to God. That's the only thing that scares me is because I know you be the type of guy to see a spider <laughs> in the wall and AP grabs his AR and just starts shooting up his house. <laughs> Family dead but he's like i got that spider though <laughs> i mean Spider's I'm, gone. I'm not even kidding you man i uh you know i was fucking around with some landscaping and shit outside of our house and i was digging some shit up man this fucking spider man took off crawling down the side of my house and i'm running down the side of my house with a fucking you know a flat flat shovel beating the fuck out of my siding trying to kill this fucking spider <laughs> <laughs> well real fast crack all the siding on your house <laughs> yeah. all right so i'll tell the story real fast so we uh i had new neighbors move in next door to us many years ago and they're outside like looking at the new house all happy and i'm mowing grass i'm pissed it was supposed to be gone it's supposed to be done before i got back yeah so you know you take off the the little rain gutter things right there's a snake underneath there so i go and go in the garage grab a nine iron and just beat the piss out of it <laughs> beating the piss out of it and i pick up the snake and i turn around those two neighbors the two dudes are staring at me petrified <laughs> <laughs> and i just went like hey i'm bj nice <laughs> and they just went the fuck inside because i seriously went like serial killer american psycho beating the fuck out of that it's like fucking grass not mowed come home after like 16 fucking hours yeah <laughs> and they're just staring at you they never talk they never talk to me <laughs> 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 no nah, man, I, I like I said, you know, snakes, snakes. I don't, snakes don't bother me. Man. I, I grew up let's on, see, I grew up see, on the farm, and none of that stuff bothers me. No, nah, man, I, that shit don't bother me, man. I chased a fucking six foot black snake one time with a golf cart until it disappeared underneath me, and then I jumped out that motherfucker and just let it go. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, back, back, back to the music, man. I. Um, I I can't even tell you, man, how much I fucking love this album. I I really Thank do. You. I've listened to it every, every, as soon as I get in my car every morning. I turn that shit up. I crank it up. It's been hot as fuck here in, here in Indiana, so I roll the windows down and I blare that shit so my neighbors hear it. Everybody hears it. On the way, when, I, yeah. when I left at eight tonight, first thing I played was "Time to Go." <laughs> 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 but I, I just my my you know and i and of course it, i mean it's only you know it hadn't been out that long but you know as of right now my favorite fucking line is is from you music and it's <laughs> my drug dealer pays me to smoke his weed <laughs> you know i i it, it's you know I, I i couldn't i couldn't write lyrics to save my life you know, I mean, I, I just, you know, you've been doing it for so long, you know, I mean, you know, and the older you get, the more you write, the better you get, 
And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I listen to that and I just go, man, how in the fuck did he come up with that? You know, I've smoked, <laughs> I've smoked a ton of fucking weed in my life. I've done a lot of fucking drugs and that lyric has never came to my mind. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Except for, hey, where is the drug dealer? Well, yeah, that that's 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 been around a lot of a lot, but um, you, I, how you know when when you get a beat, you know, or how you know how do you go from all right, man, that's just dope. All right, what can I put down on it? You know what I mean? I mean, do you? You know, I always kind of thought, uh, you know, like uh, you know, you hear you'd hear a beat, and and you know, it would speak to you. You know, I mean, I like I, I'm a video guy, so, mm-hmm. you know, and I've shot a couple music videos and, you know, I listen to, you know, their album and I'm like, OK, what is this saying to me? You know what? You know, because I look at, you know, it's not just like, you know, the scene, you know, OK, well, he said this. So let's shoot this. You know, it's 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 that it's that fill scene leading up to that scene. You know what I mean? So I mean, it's like, I listen to that song and I'm like, okay, well I feel this right now. So I want to shoot it this way. You know, when you, mm-hmm. when you listen to that beat, you know, how, how do you, how do you come up with, you know, what words you're going to put down on it? You know, how does that come? I mean, you? honestly, like when making music, I just sort of like, it's almost like I, in a way, like black out. Like I sort of just like you know, like I just sort of go into like a mood, into like a, into a vibe, I guess. Um, so honestly, like I don't, you know, I don't really know. And and I and I always try to, I don't ever try to like you know make music the same way. Um, you know, like I always try to, you know, I never go into a song being like, oh, I'm going to use this flow pattern or I'm going to rap like this or I'm going to, you know, say things this way. Um, so everything is, you know, everything is always different. Um, as far as like, you know, even, even like on the album, like the sounds are all like the, the songs are all cohesive as one full project. But like those songs were like, I didn't go into like making any of those songs being like, well, this song sounded like this. So this one needs to sound like this, you know, yeah. it was sort of just like, you know, I go into it and it doesn't make the music that I want to make and the music that I'm feeling at that moment. Um, so yeah, you know, so for instance, like, you know, definitely certain production, you know, will definitely, you know, speak to me and have me do, you know, say things or, you know, um, say things in a certain way or how, you know, how it's said. Um, but at the same time, it's like it's not something that I like predetermine or um, predict. You know, it's just sort of like I just I just make it. So like when I wrote those lyrics, actually, I, I recorded that song specifically when I was um, I was actually in Manhattan. Um, that was I recorded that song in the period of being in New York, um, right before going back to L.A. and then right before coming here. Um, so at that moment, I think that I was just. Um, if I could remember accurately, I was, you know, just a little fed up with it, with a few things, um, different people that, you know, that I was sort of had relationships with in some capacity. Yeah. Um, and were, uh, either fucking around in whatever regard and just sort of, um, I didn't respect. So, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, so it was just like one of those moods where I was just like, you know, fuck off kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, 
So, you know, and then, you know, and then in, in saying that too, just as far as like the creative, you know, way of how I work, like some songs come to me like really easy and some songs, you know, some songs I'll write for two days, you know what I mean? And other songs, it takes me 20 minutes to write a whole song. You know what yeah. I, mean? I think that was one of those songs where like, I just, you know, it was like, I was just like in this mood and in this zone. And, um, I think I wrote that song and like fucking really fast you know what i mean like maybe 30 minutes or something yeah. um so that line specifically it was just sort of like i, I don't even know what i thought i think i just fucking wrote it down yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. um the one that affects the fact that not if i will say affect me was hug someone and and, and it's such a uh, i work a lot i mean like this morning i i went into got been up since five fifteen um yeah and i'm obviously still awake but it was just that was like just stop like sometimes we were talking about this in the last episode like none of us stop we just keep moving forward we shouldn't move forward but we don't stop and take a look around and um and like hug you know like i made sure when i left the night i hugged hugged my wife steph my my son luge and colin normally like hey i'm out i'm gonna go do this podcast to be back but I just really stopped to think about that, like, and that's that song was like, you know, we'll listen to a lot, and it was just, it was, a, it's a positive, and I know, you know, we always say we go to the dark place, but we're actually really positive people in our yeah. normal life, or as we say, and I, that's that, that was one of those that I really just I liked, and it was good to hear instead of, you know, the world's going to shit, yeah, because it is, yeah, because you wrote that song in L.A., right? Yeah, I wrote that song in L.A. Um... I mean, I just, at that moment, it was like, you know, um, I just felt like there was like, you know, there's so much shit going on in the world right now, you know, with the, you know, political climate, um, you know, but then even, you know, even on top of that, you know what I mean? Like, I see a lot of, you know, we all see a lot of people dying and, um, you know, like, you know, where I grew, you know, like where my parents live currently and like my brother, um, goes to high school. It's like a small town. It's called Warwick, New York. Um, and there's a lot of kids dying from, you know, drugs and overdose and, um, you know, I know that's happening all over the world and it's just like, you know, some people just, you know, need to, need to feel like people care about them or, or thinking about them and, you know, um, you know, in, in that degree. And then, you know, just like, there's so much hate in the world and, you know, some people just you know, there's just too much of it. And it's like, you know, people just need love and people need to know that people are thinking about them and people care about them. Um, you know, and then shit, I mean, in a, uh, on a funny level, I guess you could say, or on a back to like the comment that we were talking about before, of like people going and like leaving like these hateful, you know, comments and like spending their time to like put this negative energy out into the world. You know what I mean? Like that they like, you know, rather than like, you know, listen to someone that they don't like and just move on. It's like, they feel the need that they have to like go write this like hateful comment. And it's like, bro, like, what are you being so negative about? Like, chill like you probably need a fucking hug you know you probably need someone to like tell you that like (laughs) like like the world is okay and life is all right because like if you have that much hate in yourself that you need to go do that like something's wrong you know and that's not and like that's not you know that's not even i'm not even trying to be funny like i'm being dead serious like if you have that those negative feelings that you need to go leave some negative shit to someone it's like clearly something's not right in your own life you know oh yeah because you know, you shouldn't have to like 
there's already way too much negative energy in the world and to have to to feel the need to add to that is like something's wrong. You know what I mean? Like you need to fix yourself. Like you need to, you know, figure out what that problem is like to make yourself happy because if you were happy, you wouldn't be putting that negative energy out into the world. Yeah. And that's why, and that's why music plays a key role in a lot of, in a lot of people's lives. I know it does mine. And then, and obviously APs is we want to, do that and it's like you know like a show entourage with ari you know hug it out bitch yeah you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that what that's from yeah because there's an episode of the office where michael scott says to dwight i believe hug it out bitch yeah it was yeah on, it's, it's, it's on it's on, dwight yeah. and jim yeah dwight yeah it's on uh ari always did out to uh let's hug it out and that's you know i i kind of stole that bit a little bit from uh, in my real life I'm like let's just let's just hug it out yeah i said there's nothing like you know smelling someone's hair awkwardly to <laughs> it makes them <laughs> and it makes them laugh and then all of a sudden yeah. they're like they're in a better mood no man I mean, hr doesn't like me doing it but i enjoy doing it no i mean you know that's i there you know i got a dude that i work with that's um he, i mean he's a lot older than i am he's double my age and um but you know I've always said, you know, I don't care if you're laughing at me or you're laughing with me. At least you're laughing because if you're laughing, yeah. you're happy. Oh, dude, and that's what we do. Like, uh, um, like every time one of us might be having a little bit of a stressful day or whatever, me and AP will start texting each other, and yeah. I, can't, I can't read half of them out loud because we'd be locked away. Yeah, they'd fucking <laughs> either that or they think we're secretly lovers or something. Yeah, be, yeah. I mean, but it is. You know, I mean, like you know, BJ's my dude. You know, I mean, he has been for a while now, and you know, but it's you know, if if, if he's having a bad day, you know, and he he you know he'll start feeding me some negative shit. You know, I'm just like I'm like you know, so you know, I'm gonna crack off something that's either gonna piss him off. Or he's gonna, or he has no choice but other than to laugh. Most of them is like, hey, come, yeah, yeah. he's like, hey, come to the studio, let's do some drugs, let's drink some beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be over. You know, so you know, I'm <laughs> <On my> way. <laughs> <laughs> but you, I mean, I mean, but, but I mean, you're right. You know, I mean, you know, you you're putting out music to make people happy. You know, I mean, I feel like that's why artists, you know, they. You know, kind of like me and BJ, you know, we we want to make people laugh, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we want to take you out of, you know, your your real life or, you know, your bad situation for an hour, hour and a half, two hours and let you laugh and, you know, laugh at us or with us, whatever it is, you know, and, you know. Let it, let it, let us make you happy for a couple of hours. You know what I mean? And then, you know, and then like you said, you know, you put out the, you know, this album and you know, you, you like hug someone, you know, you want to, there's too much negativity in this world that, you know, you just, you just want to put out a little love more or less. You know, I know I tried a couple of girls while we were walking up the shopping center. I asked them, you know, if they needed a hug. <laughs> it, worked. it worked. Did they give you a hug? Yeah, they like the salt and pepper hair. I Ooh, think it's working for me they now. They like they like the salt and pepper hair. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but no, man. Uh, I, you, you're. I, I. I. I just. Your your shits your shits fucking awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, it really is. Thank you, thank you. I mean, and the, and the video for that, you know, like, um, 
you know, that's, that's one of my favorite songs on the project. Um, I go back and, you know, people sometimes ask me, like, what's your favorite song, like, to me? Um, you know, and, and honestly, like, you know, with my different moods sometimes, like, you know, one song is my favorite, and then, you know, I'm in a different mood, so the, a different song is my favorite. But um, Hug Someone is definitely, like, one of my favorite songs on there, just because it's, you know, I feel like it's definitely, you know, the most positive song on there, and it just, you know, came again came at a time like when I just felt like, you know, things were just sort of fucked up and, you know, with the political climate and depression and, um, you know, I saw people around me just for whatever reason fucking fucking up and I feel like it was like their own, their own shit that they were unhappy with and, um, and not, you know, not resolving. Oh yeah. Um, and I just felt like, you know, like shit, you know, maybe this person is, you know, not able to handle what they're dealing with and um you know and it's and because of it they're sort of sabotaging themselves you know and maybe it is that they just need a hug you know or someone that you know sort of you know reconnect them or you know let them know that like yo it's okay like you don't need to be fucking acting like this or you know doing this like it'll it'll be okay like you know uh and and then that, you know, stemmed into a song called Overboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but, um, which is my, but, ne- which know. is my next favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, but with, with the song, like hug someone, like when we shot the video, um, like the song is one of my favorites, but like the video itself, like when I shot the video here, um, as a director, uh, her name is AJ out here in Korea. Um, and funny story how I ended up meeting her. Actually, I was doing a photo shoot. And, um, I was, you know, here in Korea and I was doing a photo shoot and a dude walked out of a restaurant, um, who, who had no, who knew my music, um, and came over and like said hello to me. Um, and the photographer took a photo of the dude saying hello to me. Yeah. And I had posted it. I posted it on Instagram and this girl wrote on the photo, um, yo, this is my restaurant. That's my coworker. Um, and I, you know, saw the comment and I was like, Oh, you know, really cool. You know, she followed me too. And, you know, I didn't know her. Um, and I like looked at her page and, you know, she was, she had like, she owns this restaurant, but she's also a video director, but sort of, um, you know, puts most of her time into, into the restaurant and not the videos and and the creative stuff that she does. So, you know, I had, I had saw it and I was like, man, like this stuff is incredible. And I told her and like, she was like, you know, thank you so much. Like, you know, like that really means a lot. And like, I was like, yo, you know, if you want to, you know, if you'd be down to work on something, like, let me know. Like, I really, you know, I really do dig your work. Like, I'm not just saying that. Um, and she was like, you know, come to my restaurant. I like went to a restaurant and like met her and, uh, ate the food of the restaurant and the food was awesome as well. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and we, and, you know, we went and shot that video, but like, you know, the point, what I'm trying to make is like when I went to shoot that video, like she came up with that idea of like going into the streets and, you know, holding the hug me sign and, oh, you know, yeah. doing the basking and, you know, you know, rapping in the street and stuff like that. Um, and the whole idea of the video and like going into the street with that hug me sign and just like, I must have hugged like no joke, like, a thousand people, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but it, but it, yo, it was honestly like one of the most incredible, like feelings ever because like all of these people were like genuinely excited to hug me, you know? Yeah. And it was like, you could feel like, like I hugged like a thousand people in like two hours, you know? Yeah. And like, you could feel 
like the genuine like love of these people you know what i mean like they weren't hugging me like maybe like a few people knew who i was but like you know for the most part it was like people just seeing someone with the hug me sign and genuinely being happy to go hug a stranger you know that's crazy and like giving and like giving them a genuine hug and like you could feel like the passion and like the love and the sincerity behind it you know and it was just like like by the end of the shoot like i was happy you know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Like it made me happier because I just hugged like a thousand people, and it like it genuinely felt great. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> you know? Oh yeah! Oh, and like yeah. I was like, you know, the power of a hug is like real. You know? Oh, absolutely! Um, and that video when it first starts, you're sitting on—is that a couch you're sitting on? Yeah, that thing is awesome. Right? That couch <laughs> is so sick. <laughs> I'll tell you right now though, we shot that video in like February or March. Yeah. Um, and it was fucking freezing cold. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it was so fucking cold. Yeah. And, uh, that, like where we shot that, like that opening scene, um, was at this house that was being renovated. Um, so there was no insulation in the house. It was basically just like cement floors, cement walls. Um, and that couch was like sitting in this one room. Um, and it was colder inside than outside. Oh, oh shit! Gosh. And that couch is like a leather. It was like basically like being in an ice box, sitting on a frozen fucking couch. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of the funniest things is when you walk outside with the hug me sign, and you have to duck in the doorway as you're going out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yes, yeah, so watching. Yeah, I can tell you're. Uh, I'm at the part where you're hugging a ton of people. And then, yeah. And the other thing, yo, that, and like in, in the video, it shows like I mean, it shows a lot of hugs, but it's probably like twenty or something like that. Like I seriously hug like a thousand people. That's fucking. And nuts. the other thing that um, I follow you on Snapchat or uh, Instagram, I think you have everything, but it's when you're on the yeah. back of scooters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, that's when I'm in Thailand. I get a little when nervous Thailand, for you at times. <laughs> like, the, like the dad and me is like you got the phone out and you got this, this is it is it are they like taxis is that what they are basically? yeah 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 they're, they're motor taxis so like in thailand i mean you could take a regular taxi as well but like they have those like bikes you know like all over the like yeah, yeah. thailand is fucking incredible um but they have um yeah they have like you know motor scooters and there's people in general like there's just bikes and you know all over the place um so yeah, you take the motor taxis. Um, yeah, then there's one video where I'm like holding my phone and drinking a beer and riding on the scooter at the same time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw that and I was I was like, I, a I was nervous for you and B and I was like, wow, I was like, he is definitely enjoying himself over there. <laughs> yeah, Thailand is incredible. It's like I've been over there twice now um, since I've been here, and it's definitely like one of my favorite places. Like Korea, I love it. Thailand is definitely very close to being my favorite. Yeah, I mean, you, uh, <laughs> the, um, I, you know, me, me coming from a guy that's never more or less been out of the United States. I mean, how, how much of a culture shock was it for you to go over there? Well, yo, like, before I came here, I mean, I had never been to Asia before. Um, and honestly, like, yo, I was so busy leading up to even coming here that, like, it didn't even, like, I wasn't even able to think about it, you know? Yeah. Um, 
I'm not, you know, I know that we interviewed last time when I was here, so I'm not sure if I said this last time, but, um, like, I literally was in the studio, um, so I flew out here the, the night of Thanksgiving, and I was in the studio in the night before until four in the morning, um, you know, working on, you know, an, an album that's going to come out, you know, later that, We'll talk about it in a different interview, but, um, I was working on an album, you know, at Red Bull studio, um, up until the night before Thanksgiving at like four in the morning. And then like, you know, went to Thanksgiving at my homie's house and then got into a cab and went to LAX to fly to Asia. Um, I landed in Shanghai, um, and because of the time difference, you know, I'm 14 hours ahead, hence the title of the album. Um, so when I landed in Shanghai, I left on Thursday night, and when I landed in Shanghai, it was Saturday morning, and I had a show Saturday night, but I didn't even realize, I didn't even, like, because I was so busy, I didn't even, like, think about the trip, that when I landed in Shanghai, I was like, wait, it's Saturday morning right now? I was like, fuck, I play tonight. Like, I was thinking that I landed on Friday. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking that I landed on Friday and I was playing on Saturday. But yeah. I actually landed on Saturday because of the time difference. Yeah. And, like, it, like I literally didn't even think about, like, I was at LAX, like, went through security and everything. And then I was like, oh, shit, I'm, like, going to Asia right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, I didn't even have a chance to even think about the shit until then. Yeah. Um, so... In all honesty, this whole, like, this whole experience, this whole last six months has all sort of been something that just sort of, you know, came about and has been beautiful and great, but it was something like I'd never planned on it. You know what I mean? I had like no intentions of, you know, I didn't really even think about the trip before being at the airport and like never mind like coming here and like just sort of everything domino affecting and, you know, being here for six months and, you know, I guess I, I live here now, you know, so. You know, so it's sort of like I never planned for any of it or really envisioned any of it. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I I just. I, but a lot of people wouldn't take that chance. And that's no. One, and that's one thing that um, it's hard for them to say, you know what? Fuck, I'm going to just see where this goes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what I wanted to say. I was like, you know, I we, we, we talked about this, you know, last week on our episode about how I just kind of roll with shit. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't stress about stuff. Like I look at everything as a challenge and, you know, so I don't get stressed and, you know, I mean, you kind of went into the situation, like you said, you know, I mean, it was just, you know, one thing you're at Thanksgiving, the next minute, you know, you're on an airplane to Asia, <laughs> you know, and you yeah. just, you just kind of roll with it, you know, and, and then you produce this fucking dope ass album. <laughs> and it's and you just rolled with it you know yeah and then like myself who went back and listened to the last interview took notes off the interview went through <laughs> probably spent about 10 to 15 hours going into this and i know i didn't have to because i knew uh, you know how concept is but that's just and it's i don't know that i think it's my driving force too is is trying to enjoy the moment because right now i'm still looking at the screen trying to like okay i got to this do i want to get to this and that's I gotta get better at that because I'm talking to someone who I admire and yeah. his music. Oh yeah, and I'm just making sure I hit all my notes. No man, I, I, <laughs> I, I don't I don't do I don't do any research. I just hope that I remember it all. <laughs> but also that's why he loves me because I do a shit ton of research. Exactly. That means I don't have to do shit other than hit record and make sure everything records properly and sounds properly. 
<laughs> yeah, it's real weird because I actually, but I I enjoy that. I I, I go back. And oh I yeah, look at old interviews and 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 look at other things that he's done. I'm like okay, I'm make sure I'm not going to cover that. He's already did this in this interview. I'm going to go this way because I don't want to keep asking. No, I mean it's, yeah. it's it's like before we did the last interview, we went and looked back at a lot of interviews he did, and we just kind of went, okay, we don't want to be like this dude, this dude, or this dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because we. I just want this interview to be like, oh, I'm going to do Smugcast, those guys. I can just say and do whatever the fuck I want. I don't have to worry about like talking. Yeah, yeah and that's that's why we've tried it. And a lot of people have enjoyed doing the show because we just let them be themselves. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, it's dope. It's, it's, it's really dope, you know, like, and I, and I appreciate you guys doing that and, you know, caring and, you know, spending the time to do so because, yeah, I mean, I can't tell you like how many times, like, like even when I was first starting out, <clears throat> people would ask like the same questions and it would be like you must not have you know checked out any of my other stuff because like it's like you know simple things that you could google and find out you oh, know yeah. and it's sort of like you know what like no i appreciate you guys and i love you know love talking to you guys and interviewing with you guys and um he wears size and 11 just, sneakers just and chilling if you will you know i feel like you know i feel like when we talk we're just like having like a conversation which i feel like is great like as a listener and as a fan myself and i listen to an artist like um i want to hear like i don't you know like even with those 29 facts that i did for um for hip-hop kings it was like i could tell you just like straight facts about the album but, like, that just gets repetitive and boring, you know what I mean? Unless you're, like, a fucking music journalist or, like, a fucking engineer or, like, you know, someone that's studying that. But as a as an average fan, like, they don't want to hear, like, the fucking scientifical points of the album. No, you know I, I, mean? I loved it. Like, it, to me, it was awesome. You talk about uh, you don't eat seafood, which is funny because you're from the East Coast. My wife's actually grew up in Delaware. She don't eat seafood either. I know. Mm-hmm. And, and, and like I said in that, I, I should tell people that I'm allergic because when I tell people that I don't eat seafood, I get the same fucking reaction yeah. every time. Like, <laughs> wait, you don't eat what? You don't, why? Are you allergic? Like, is there, like, you don't eat shrimp? You don't eat salmon? It's like, no, I, I just, it's like, I just don't eat seafood. Like, they look at me like I'm fucking crazy. Um, you know how many times, like, you like, especially like, you know, you go out with a chick and like you go out to eat somewhere and they're like, you know, let's have a fucking, to have the ceviche, you know what I mean? And it's just like, shit. Like, all right, now do I break it to you now that I don't eat seafood? You know? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> it's like, yo, every, every fucking time, it's like this, like, weird look. And it's like, you don't eat seafood? Like, you don't eat shrimp? It's like, yeah. no, I just told you I don't eat seafood. What the, what the fuck is shrimp? Is shrimp seafood? Yes, shrimp is seafood. I don't eat it. Does it come from the fucking ocean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I'm just not into it. I don't really. I just need, like, but if I told people, yo, I'm allergic to seafood, it would be over. It'd be well, like, I, under- oh, okay. I understand. I'll make sure we don't get anywhere near your plate. We don't want to have you have it. Yeah. They'll be caring. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yo, if, if I told someone that I was allergic to seafood, there'd be no reaction. It would just be like, oh, okay, yeah, he doesn't eat seafood. He's allergic. Yeah. Yeah. Now, fuck, I don't eat seafood because I don't like the taste of fish. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just not into it. Yeah. Like, my, like you know, I grew up and, like, my, my family didn't eat seafood. My mom never made seafood or ate seafood, so... I didn't eat it, and, like, one of, I know that this probably isn't, like, the right reason to not eat seafood, but one of, like, my, like, childhood memories is, like, going to Chinatown in New York, and, like, it just smelling fucking gross, yeah. and they're being, like, <laughs> and they're being, and they're being, like, fish just, like, on the fucking sidewalk, you know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> it's like, yep. like, that shit was disgusting, Fuck and yeah, I don't is. know, maybe, maybe that, like, permanently fucking... 
sabotage seafood for me. I don't fucking know. scarred your ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't need it. But yeah. I, I think that I am just going to start telling people that I'm allergic. I would. Yeah. It'd be easier. It makes it, it, makes it a lot easier. Well, fuck yeah, it does. <laughs> the other, uh, one other thing I want to check on was, uh, so obviously you came out here with two weeks worth of clothes the last time we talked. <laughs> Has your yeah. your wardrobe increased a lot? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely increased a lot. Um, it definitely would not fit. If I had to like go back to wherever right now, my clothes definitely would not fit in the one suitcase anymore. Um, I basically like every time that I like go out, I like buy, you know, yeah. new shit. Cause I'm like sick of wearing the same stuff. Actually, it's funny because I just went, I had to go buy clothes the other day because it's getting hot here now. And when oh, I came shit. here, it was the middle of the winter. Yeah. Um, so I came here with winter clothes, um, and I didn't have any shorts or like anything like that for summer. And yeah. it's fucking really hot here now. So I actually just went and bought a bunch of shit the other day. Um, and I'm currently sitting here, and I see all these jackets hanging up that I don't wear. It's <laughs> <hot in> <laughs> now, speaking of winter, um, I know you're a snowboarder, um, mm-hmm. which I am too, have been since I was shit i don't know like 12 years old so i've been snowboarding for oh, yeah. over fucking 20 years um i saw you went at least one of your i, I can't remember if it was instagram or what it was i saw a little video you put out you guys went riding and uh, what, what what's that what's what's that scene and how are the slopes over there um all right well i went to yeah i have been snowboarding my whole life too um if I didn't make music, I would probably be living on a mountain somewhere. Absolutely. Um, when I was younger, I used to compete in slope style and, um, and different things and big air and stuff. Oh, um, fuck yeah, man. But so I've like, I've, you know, I've always really been heavily into snowboarding. Um, it's definitely my second love. Um, so yeah, I mean, went snowboarding, uh, in here in Korea at a mountain called Welly Hilly. Welly Hilly. Yes, it sounds like a name that would be in Korea. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty funny. W E L L I H I L L I. Welly Hilly. Um, pretty ridiculous. Pretty ridiculous name. Um, yeah. It's, it, it's a cool mountain. It's not the biggest mountain, but, um, but it's, but it's a, it's a good mountain. I mean, yeah. it's big enough. It has a gondola and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's awesome. Um, they got a really good park. Uh, I have a buddy out here that actually rides for a bunch of different companies and teams out here. Um, so the scene is, you know, I think that it's, again, it's sort of like the same thing like music though. It's like relatively new compared to like everywhere else in the world, you know? Um, so there's a big explosion in it and there's a, you know, a lot of love for it and a lot of excitement for it. Um, but the vibe is really good. I was going to go to Japan, um, and go snowboarding there as well. Um, I was supposed to go there to play and then I was going to like spend a couple days to, um, go snowboarding because in Japan, the mountains are fucking incredible from what I hear. Yeah. Um, but actually I ended up getting booked in Thailand and I went to Thailand instead. So I didn't get to make that trip. But, uh, you know, like I was saying earlier, um, I am now currently doing a bunch of work in Japan, so I will be over there and next winter I will 1000% be snowboarding in Japan. Fuck yeah, man. That's awesome, dude. No, I mean, yeah, I'm, like I said, I've, I've, uh, been riding since I was like 12 or 13 years old, man. I saw that mm-hmm. video and I was like, fuck, even more reason to like him. <laughs> dude, I, yeah. I started skiing when I was yep. four. 
Yep. Um, so I skied when I was four, and then, yeah, same thing. When I was 12, I started, or 11 or 12, I started snowboarding. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I snowboarded in a bunch of different mountains. My favorite place was a few years ago, I did a tour in Europe and uh, played Switzerland. And, like, I remember when I was, like, Switzerland was, like, one of those places, like, as a kid, I, like, always dreamed of, like, snowboarding there. Oh, um, yeah. So when I was, when we were booking the tour, the, the agent, you know, told me like, Hey, you know, we're going to book you in Switzerland. And I was like, I literally told him, I was like, man, do me one favor. Like promise me that you'll get me like three days off in Switzerland so I can go snowboarding. Um, and he fucking did. And that was one of the most incredible experiences I've ever had. I actually flew, um, I played in England first and I flew to, um, Zurich. I landed in Zurich in Switzerland um and got picked up it was at nighttime um got picked up and drove into the mountains and it was you know pitch black it was dark so like i couldn't see anything couldn't even see like where really i was i woke up in the morning and like walked outside of this place that i was staying at and i was literally directly in the center of the fucking mountains no shit um it was fucking surreal that's Um, fucking awesome snowboarded at locks uh l-a-a-x um One of the fuck they held like uh I think what this year they had the qualifying for the Olympics there, I think. Yep. Um fucking incredible mountain. It was like one of the most incredible experiences that I ever had. Um they took me on the mountain, there was literally like nobody on the mountain. It was like empty. Um it's like there's no trees on the mountain, which is fucking crazy. I've never seen anything like it before. What? So it's like you literally just look and you could just see it's just white. And it just like basically you see until like it just disappears. Um, oh shit! It was like every single run, fresh tracks every single time. I touched snow. Um, yeah, it was fucking wild. That's fucking. Money. I definitely, definitely need to get back to Switzerland. This yeah. Year. Damn, that's that, that's fucking amazing, man. Uh, you know, I, I I dream of you know that run. You know, that's. That's just that fresh pal, and you just, you know, you're just floating, you know? Dude, every single run was like that. It was fucking crazy. That's amazing. God, that makes me want to go to fucking Switzerland. There's something about you yo, and, like, like white fresh. Just... Real locks, locks is, like, the best mountain that I've ever been to. Yeah. What was your joke, BJ? There's, <laughs> there's something about AP and, like, a, a nice fresh powder in the morning that just, you know, really gets me excited. <laughs> Shakes him to the soul. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I know it. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I, you know, like I said, I, my, I, I think I, my dad got me into skiing when I was probably 10 or 11 years old and I skied for a year and I remember seeing these guys on these boards and I was just like, what are they doing? And my dad was like, well, <laughs> well that's, my dad was like, well, that's called snowboarding. And I was like, then I need to do that, you know, because those, yeah. these, you know, they had a little, you know, the little place here in Indiana, which, you know, we don't have big mountains or nothing, but we got a couple of little places you can go ride. And, um, I remember seeing these guys, you know, they had, you know, some big kickers and shit and, uh, these guys nailing the shit and, you know, just throwing tricks and stuff. And I was just like, I need to do that. But I was like, no, you don't. And I was like, no, I need to do that. <laughs> and the next year, uh, for Christmas, I got my first fucking snowboard. And after that, it was just like, oh, fuck skiing. Well, who the fuck skis? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so, I mean, that was, you know, that was my shit. And, you know, and I saw that video of you, and I was like, God, man, this motherfucker, dude. 
He, I love his music. He fucking snowboards. I was like, what is not to like about fucking concert? <laughs> <laughs> and he agrees to do our podcast twice. Yeah, fucking twice. <laughs> twice. He, Fuck yeah. I'll, I'll always come back and do the podcast. First person. <laughs> first person to actually leave a podcast and go, you know what? I'm going to do that shit again. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And when, we, I'm, and when I'm in your city, we'll have to come. I'll uh, come over there into the studio. And we'll oh, the podcast that would be fucking awesome. I'm, we're we're going to take a fucking week off. We're going to have a fucking party. Fuck yeah. That's going to be fucking awesome. You won't have Hell to worry yeah. about any issues that you have over here. We will be well taken care of at this point. Yes, you will. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I know, that's like I, that's like in, in Korea, it's like almost perfect here. Yeah, like uh, everything everything is so great. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Minus, I mean, my, 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 minus the no no drugs here. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? You won't have that fucking problem here. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man. I know. I know you don't have. Uh, you know, right now you don't really have any plans of, you know, kind of coming back anytime soon. But I mean, do you see? you know a you know north america tour you know yeah i mean right, right now i'm booking a bunch of different things like i have um obviously a bunch of stuff around asia um but i'm booking a tour for europe right now um for the fall yeah. so um it's looking like i'll be in europe um end of october like all of november basically yeah um so what i plan on doing is doing that tour um once i like figure out once you like lock in all the dates for that yeah. Um, coming and doing a U.S. tour like right after that. Like probably what I'll do is I'll probably go to Europe for October, November, um, and then probably just like stop, you know, and like see my family for Christmas. Yeah. Um, and then do a U.S. tour like right at the top of like you know end of December, January kind of thing. Yeah, like two thousand um, into two thousand seventeen, two thousand eighteen. Ex- ex- exactly. So yeah. like right now, you know, just you know, build all summer out here. I have a bunch of shit lined up, um, and then in the fall, yeah, head over to Europe, and then. Uh, and then U.S. after that. Yeah. Well, you know. Sounds awful. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you come back to. Uh, Terrible. I need to hug someone now. <laughs> like, I just listened to that, and I'm like, that's awesome. And Fuck I thought, yeah, man. I thought, oh, I got to be up for work in five hours. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. This, I, I don't, I mean, this is what makes it worth it. Like, this Fuck is yeah, why we does, started man. it, and yeah. I couldn't be happier with, uh, with yeah, this. No it's shit. just. I was excited all day, yeah. and I told uh, one of the guys that I work with my uh, my boss called me. He's uh-huh. like, "Hey, I listened to the episode of of, uh, of uh, sex therapy." I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "What do you think?" He's like, "Yeah, it's pretty funny." He's like, "Hey, what's that fucking song at the end?" I was like, "He's like, that's concept. What what fucking song is that? Send it." <laughs> yeah, and I was God, just that's awesome. and I was just like and I was like and I was like yeah he's coming on. I was like I'm gonna talk to him tonight. He's like no fucking shit. Yeah, he's like you're doing some shit. Yeah. That's now, awesome. He was, yeah, I think he had, some, he had like probably two Red Bulls in the morning. His will be we, we call him, we call him BMW, yeah. um, but uh, yeah, he's he's real supportive, and I think there's been it's. I just like the fact that people are actually listening to other music, and my snobbery sometimes has, has paid off a little bit. Yeah, you wore off on me. <laughs> yeah, way we don't have to. Even though someone called my son uh, Bieber today. Yeah, fuck that. Well, you oh had, shit! You had highlights in your hair. I was fucking 17 years old. I He's was, only 13. <laughs> well, yeah, I did it from the time I was 14. Yo, know, I had some, like, like 30-year-old dude look at my 30-year-old son and basically, like, give him prison eyes today. And uh, 
and my son was scared straight. It's like, <laughs> and, I, and I was just like, I kept calling him Luke Handsome off of Chris Hansen. I was like, Luke Handsome, just calm, calm down. I was like, now how do you feel about ever going to jail? He's like, I don't want to go. The way that guy looked at me, I'm scared. Yeah. I was like, you know what he wanted to do. He's like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, man, you you uh, you get on that U.S. tour, man. You get as close to Indianapolis as you can, please. Oh, Chicago. <laughs> I definitely, he'll, you know, Chicago. Oh, Chicago. We got fucking all kinds of connections. Yeah, I'll play Chicago. Chicago for sure. Oh, we're going to be at Chicago. You come I played to Ch- Chicago a couple times. Really? I played, yeah. uh... Yeah, I played there twice, I believe. Yeah. The Shrine, right? That's in Chicago? I think so, yeah. I'm not sure. I spent I worked there for a little bit, spent some time there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I played at the Shrine and somewhere else too. Yeah. I actually yeah, two two different tours that I did, they both started in Chicago actually. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, because we're only three hours away from Chicago. Well, yeah, the way I shit. drive about two and a half. We're yeah, good. two and a half. Yeah, yeah. I got I got plenty of hookups in Chicago. We're gonna have a party. Hell yeah. <laughs> I might have one day. I'll, I'll make sure everybody gets home safe. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> BJ doesn't drink, so he's uh, he's our he's our DD. And then once I meet you, I'll explain why, why I don't drink, and then I'll, I'll be like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if BJ drank, we'd all end up in divorces. <laughs> they, <laughs> I, re- I have retired that guy. That guy has gone away, but I used to – go to the bars and buy everybody drinks and then sleep an hour wake up go to work for 10 yeah. hours and go back and yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. well man uh i we don't want to take up any more of your time i know you're 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 probably got a little hangover after last night's party so uh we'll uh man we we appreciate the hell out of you coming back on man it's uh we love we love your shit man and uh you know we we're already looking forward to the next album so fuck yeah we're gonna we're gonna enjoy this one and and uh just bite our time and uh wait on the next one but we uh we appreciate the hell of you coming on man yeah man i appreciate you guys for real yeah <clears throat> yeah so uh Thank you guys so much for all the love and uh happy to jump back on the phone with you guys and fucking kick it and chop it up and uh you know again just really appreciate you guys yeah man that's awesome man uh go ahead and uh give out all your social media and all that shit just in case uh people who didn't listen last time that listen now can uh, make sure they go follow you on twitter it is just at concept uh concept with a k so k-o-n-c-e-p-t twitter at concept uh instagram is champagne connie uh, Champagne, C-H-A-M-P-A-G-N-E-K-O-N-N-Y, Champagne Connie on Instagram. Um, you could also just go to imconcept.com, iamconcept.com. Um, you can find all my social media there. You can listen to the album. You can watch the music videos. Uh, the new album, 14 Hours Ahead, is out right now everywhere and anywhere that you could stream listen download buy music um so i really appreciate all your support if you enjoy the music if you don't enjoy the music whatever it is if you want to tell me what you feel about it um i always appreciate your comments so uh please feel free to write to me on all social medias and anywhere that you can so um yeah just you know much love and uh keep believing in yourself and keep pushing forward and you can reach your goals you just have to want them bad enough yeah absolutely i read that and then uh we'll definitely gonna be playing at least one song off the album no we're gonna go two 
two. Yeah, I'm on intro with one and outro. With no, one. I mean yeah, for here for a little bit. Oh and yeah, also yeah, while yeah. the album's still out and and play it and then uh, plug the hell out of it. I mean, you gave us support back, so I mean that's what we talked about at the very beginning of the episode. Not gonna bring it back up, but if more people would stay do this, then I think a lot of us would achieve more success by being supportive all the way around. Oh yeah. No, thank you. Really appreciate you guys. Yeah, man. I mean, we, <laughs> I. I, I dig it, man. Your shit's awesome, man. We appreciate you coming back on. Easy fanboy. Hey, I, you know, fuck. <laughs> last time I didn't get to fucking talk, you know, and I, I'm, you know, so I, I, I get, I get to dig my shit out now. <laughs> but now, nah, man, we not nah, for not nah, for real though, man. Love you guys. You guys, you guys show a lot of love, and you know, it really means a lot, man. It goes a long way. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, that's not a problem, sir. You keep doing what you do. We'll definitely keep plugging it away, man. We oh, appreciate. Hey, it. Yeah. We love it. Yeah. My deal, geez. All right, man. Well, uh, you take it easy. You wake up. Get you a little something for that hangover, man. <laughs> no, I'm going to go get a coffee, and I may go get that chicken sandwich that I was telling you about. Yeah, man. All right, man. Well, uh, we're going to we're gonna plug right now. BJ's going to uh, gonna talk to you here for a second, so just hang on. Are you still there? All right, so that was uh, that was that was concept. He uh, he, he was more than. Uh, yeah, I mean, he gave us uh, almost gave us two hours on the phone. So I mean, that's a good dude. So um, you know, go check out his music. I like you said, you know, iTunes everywhere, man. Anywhere you can get music, you can get you can get you can get his stuff. So uh, be sure to uh, check us out on Twitter. Uh, we retweet his shit all the time. Uh, you can find us at it's uh, at Smugcast Show. Uh, you can find me. It's uh, Smugcast underscore AP. Uh, you can find BJ. It's at the BJ Robbins. Uh, you can also find Mr. Sproles. Uh, she wasn't on here tonight, but that's all right. Uh, you can check him out. It's at Sproles TV. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram. It's uh, Smugcast underscore. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. It's uh, facebook.com forward slash smugcast. Uh, if you have any emails, any questions, anything you would like to send us, you can send them to smugcastshow at gmail.com. Uh, also, a uh, big shout out to Ranger Nutrition. Uh, you can go to rangernutrition.com, use promo code smugcast, and you will get uh, 15% off your order. Uh, also, uh, go to uh, Jay's Wings and Seafood over on the east side of Indianapolis. Uh, you can pop in there, use promo code SMUGCAST, and you will get 10% off your order uh, as long as Jay is in there. Apparently his wife is not playing along. She don't screw around. Also, big shout out to Repo Records. Uh, they help us out with the audio each and every week. Uh, but that's Repo Records taking the music back. Um, and this, with that... Uh, Stay smug. I remember turning six, knowing that I'd be the shit. I was the best kid at kickball, walking down the halls with my headphones and Tim Dog. The girls couldn't get off. Teachers use my class pick as the way they get off. That's kind of creepy, ain't it? But highly entertaining. But yes, the ladies love me since she's climbing on the playground. For riding in my limo. Imagine all the talent when we dropping off these singles. But chill now. I've been so cold since 10 years old with a cold shoulder. I was so older, been so doper. So dope in the eighth grade with a girl that looked like she
she coined yoga and so older and fat drove a rain drover we pull over once behind a church probably bad omens but don't hold them she called the mom on her phone when she rolled over and she stayed on the line till the song was over i'm the most appealing ever since was dope dealer and four wheeling i had a jeep that had no selling but still a libra so most feelings come from my heart with your girl like probably why she told you she had homework was at home sending pics underneath that whole skirt yo this was high school moved upstate my mom's thought was best that i leave jackson heights where i stay up late and i tag concept on the bus trains getting into fights coming home with the blood stains so took me upstate to get contained the upstate got a better drug game yeah it's fucked up it's my fuck you music i'll fuck you to it people always ask me how to fuck you do it my fuck you music i'll fuck you to it people always ask me how to fuck you do it my fuck you music i'll fuck you to it people always ask me how to fuck you do it my fuck you music i'll fuck you to it people always ask me how to fuck you My drug dealer now pays me to smoke his weed My boyfriend leaves the house so I can fuck his bitch One set of mongols with the LS rims Now my private pilot is the chick that sucks my My whole squad wearing black looking like we rich Stitches hit my line asking the ball bricks You didn't hit my phone when I was down But now you ring me up to ask for help when you sick Fuck off, the shit got me fucked up The shit got me fueled up Laying on my boat with a full cup A girl I got full cups My ex followed us at the show And she acting like a hoe how she post up Walk around the city, see my posters My face ingrained in your mind, close up Telling all your friends that you're so tough But when we out in public, won't approach us This my fuck you music This my fuck you music, I'll fuck you to it People always ask me how the fuck you do it It's my fuck you music, I'll fuck you to it People always ask me how the fuck you do it It's my fuck you music, I'll fuck you to it People always ask me how the fuck you do it It's my fuck you music, I'll fuck you to it People always ask me how the fuck you do it